0: Commander, would you enlighten us? What is required for sentience? Intelligence, self-awareness, consciousness. Prove to the court that I am sentient. This is absurd. We all know you're sentient. So I am sentient, but Commander Data is not. That's right. Uh Uh-huh. Why? Hello, and welcome to Star Trek Mission Report. I'm Josh. I'm Steve. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's been a long time since we've done this show. A couple of weeks, <laughs> at least. A couple weeks, yeah. yeah. That's generous. <laughs> a year and
1: a couple weeks, maybe. I don't know. It's been a long time.
0: Too long. Yes, too long. but first episode on video, so... Uh, Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm working on the set, so... set's uh, great. It's thanks. this. Oh, week. whatever. 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 I'm hiding on mine, mostly. <laughs> Just cover it up. Cover it up. So, yeah, usually just a refresher on this show, we do some news, and occasionally we'll talk about movies or certain episodes, so that's what we're going to be doing today. We're going to do some news for you, and then we're going to get into a classic episode. I mean, they're all pretty much classics, I guess. Uh, To us. Good or bad classics. Good, bad, or indifferent, but uh, yeah, an
1: old TNG episode from 89. Yes,
0: yes, The Measure of a Man. The Measure of a Man. The Measure of a Man. That was... Yeah, that was a very memorable episode. Um,
1: yeah, if you're a Star Trek fan, you know exactly oh, what it's we're a, talking about. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's
0: classic, it's classic. So yeah, we'll we'll get into that for sure. Uh, first off, uh, got this beer here from uh, TrekFest that's thrown in Riverside, Iowa once a year. Um, hoping to um, go this year. i would never been, so...
1: I'm hoping to go yeah, with you.
0: Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah. That'd be a lot of fun. But they, uh, they have you know their uh, alcohols uh limited edition yeah. and so a friend of mine was able to uh pick this up for us uh it's um bajoran ale so that's what it looks like
1: yeah bajoran ale yeah i oh, probably could put my dollars to college
0: if i didn't open it yeah. but oh well we have so. a Ferengi on the uh, yeah,
1: cool? label as opposed to a Bajoran.
0: Yes. Yeah, right? Yeah, what's up with that? Well, Quark's got to put his name on everything. I'm sure he just branded it. And, yeah, Quark's yeah. Bar, it says. so. It's Quark's. Yes, but we're sampling that here, yeah. and I've waited for a while to do this well, for this episode. So, wait any further. Yeah. Let's try it. Cheers. Cheers, my friend. All right. Here we go.
1: Spit it out. <laughs> That's good. Tastes kind of like an IPA. Yeah, it does. A bit. It does.
0: Mm. It's got it's a good aftertaste. Bad. Well, we'll
1: see you guys later. I'm yeah. Going to see the rest of this. It's
0: a Playboy hour. Hey, <laughs> that's good. Oh, cool. mm-hmm. got a mm-hmm. cigar if you want one. No, awesome. <laughs> I want to know the difference between a good one and a bad right, one. Right? So. Yeah, I don't either. I, I don't smoke cigars. It's funny because Jonah, you know, does Field of Geeks with yeah. us, and it's on the network. Um, he he smokes, and I'm sure Mitch is more of a. You know, sophisticated... Yeah, aficionado. Uh, yes, yes, thank you. And uh, it's funny, because I always assumed Jonah was that way. He's like, I can't tell the difference. Yeah. Like, it's a cigar. <laughs> so I was like, oh, that's really surprising to know. I know I've had maybe three or four in my whole life.
1: Yeah. And they all taste the same. Right. <laughs> like shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. So. <laughs> Smell good. Yeah. But, yeah. No. There goes no, our sponsors
0: for cigars. Uh, yeah, well, cigars. sorry. Oh, well.
1: Yeah, our our sponsors from Cuba are really upset. Yeah, well,
0: you know, infuse it with this, and Mm -hmm. it'll probably be really good. So very good. Mm.
1: This actually is really good. It is. I got more.
0: Yeah, that's not
1: bad. Take some on the way home. Oh yeah, (laughs) kidding. No, I could drink three between here and my house, probably. Probably. I'm find out.
0: I'm weak. We'll find it. I like that'll probably just knock me out. I know this is this is plenty for me. Yeah. So yeah, we'll get in some news real quick here. Um, so this is really neat. Uh, Night Court has been brought back. Yeah. Uh, probably last year. Uh, I don't know if you had a chance to see it. I have. I've watched the first three or four episodes. Sweet. Sweet. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty
1: good. It's pretty good. Yeah. I mean, it's a good throwback. Yeah. You know, for what it is, and uh, yeah, I, I didn't hate it. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, John Lord kept being back really helps. He was funny. Sell and it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's. You know i think it's done in the style of the 80s type sitcom yeah. and you know i think people are you know so from some from, some from the uh from some of the critique i just had a stroke <laughs> <laughs> it's the ale. from some of the critique that i've read um <laughs> late up yeah court, what the hell <laughs> um, root beer yeah they, you know they're just talking about how it's you know, too old timey. Well, I think that's what they're going for.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, you know, the sets I mean, look identical right. to, yeah. yeah, it's all retro it looking. Yeah, it's like they never had a remodel since uh, showing off the air. Right. But, uh, yeah, so John Lorquette recently on an episode called The um, Wrath of Comic Con, get it? Um, anyway, he dressed up as a Klingon again for the first time since uh, 84's Star Trek 3, where he played um, Malts, I believe. Yeah, He was um, Grudge's second in command. He's actually the one that Kirk's still supposed to kill eventually.
1: Eventually. I'll kill you later. Yeah.
0: But I thought that was really cool. I was like, he looks pretty good. It made him up pretty well. And yeah, it was just like a nice little knock uh, or throwback, if you will. And yeah, so... I need to check that episode out because yeah. I think it'd be really cool, and there are probably maybe some inside uh, baseball type jokes. In I'm it, sure there is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Quite funny, yeah. So I was like, oh, that's that's really cool. So I, I guess he was interviewed back in um, '89. Yeah, <laughs> we're on '89. You know, because um, the episode. Uh, I guess I don't know if he's just kidding back then, but he was hoping to like reprise the part, mm. um, but it never happened. So. But yeah, anyway, um, of course, Night Court, you know, featured, they made fun of Trekkies um, in a way. Uh, They also had Brent Spiner on there as a regular, well, not a regular, a reoccurring. Yeah. Bob Wheeler, he's just a buffoon of a criminal. Until he got a real gig, you know, a a better gig, if you will, um, on Star Trek. So, yeah, uh, I'll check that out. That's really cool. I love when they can just kind of... You know play that nerd card you yeah. know it's like that's it that's a big deal yeah you know to have him back in that costume oh yeah that was pretty neat and most people didn't even know that was him probably until you know i didn't know until 20 years ago or so when i was watching the behind the scenes on the dvds
1: yeah i saw the name i remember seeing the name in the credits yeah
0: i'm like yeah what yeah you know and then it kind of clicked but it was yeah. like wow that he's he, a funny dude yeah he's a funny dude yeah yeah very yeah. Cool. too bad he didn't get used more in trek but yeah well, maybe down the road. Yeah, maybe. They'll bring him back. They'll bring back Moltz. He's still alive. Um, rest in peace to Gary Graham. He um, was known for um, Robot Jocks, Alienation, the TV series. Mm-hmm. He was also on Star Trek Enterprise. Yep. Um, played Saval, Ambassador Saval, the Vulcan. Um, and he actually reprised that part for uh, Prelude to Axnar. That came out oh, a little over 10 years ago, I believe. It was a fan film. Yeah. A lot of... Um, you know a lot of um, chaotic behind the scenes of it still happening but you know uh, the original intention I think was well but yeah. um, anyway check out Prelude to Axnar; he showcased in that and there's also a scene he shot outside of that called the Vulcan scene which is actually directed by Robert Meyer Burnett yeah um, who I follow and he's uh, yeah huge Trek tricky and uh, did a lot for the uh, Next Generation Blu-rays, um, the whole full series that they release. So, yeah, that was a bummer. It um, was like a sudden, kind of a sudden thing. But, yeah. Um, yeah, I think, you know, I, I agree with most people's criticisms of people who play Vulcans. Um, a lot of people don't play them well. They're really shitty. Yeah, they really kind of are, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, they don't, just, they don't have any... Charisma, they don't... Originality, I guess you could say. Like, they kind of take Nimoy's performance and just make it more robotic,
1: I guess. Yeah, yeah, and, you know, it's... That's quite a high bar, Yeah, he said. Yeah.
0: You know, Leonard Nimoy and... Of uh, course, yes,
1: um, yes. I think a few people have done really well with it. Um, Robin Curtis, who played Savick, I think she did great. Mm-hmm. Tim Russ as uh,
0: Tuvok. Yes. Um, you know, those are some standouts, but... Yeah, a lot of them... I don't know. I don't Gary know. Graham though, I think he uh I don't know, have you gotten Enterprise yet? Okay. He he's one of them. He yeah. really played that Did part well. Yeah, he was able to balance it and he had, he played he played off of emotion which a lot of people mistake, you know, the Vulcan wave, you know, yeah. as not having emotion. And this isn't my own like you know, observation. I've, I've heard it from other people who are a yeah. lot smarter. <laughs> and I'm like, that makes sense. Yeah. I love that. I'm going to keep that in my mind because looking back, yes, it's like, damn. Yeah, a lot of people just, they're just robotic and, yeah. you know, the bad wigs didn't help either. You right. Know? You got to have a good wig. But, um, uh, Christy Alley, speaking of Vulcans, um, I, she was not my first Savik. Uh, right. Because I, I came to, I think star trek 4 was my first star trek film and then i went backwards a little bit yeah. you know I actually went forward a little bit and then i went backwards uh, i wish i could like go back in time and rediscover all of them again like i yeah. would rent one by one from the rental store and i was so excited because i was told of this world yeah it always feel like, felt like there was more sure but yeah it's like to finally see everything and it's like wow that was really cool and then um yeah star trek 2 of course um Christy Alley, you know played lieutenant savik um i think she did a pretty good job i think she's like half was she half romulan and half vulcan i think they kind of i don't remember lucy goosey that. that i think she was but then they kind of seem to just go full vulcan mm-hmm. <laughs> i could be wrong but um yeah so recently a um filmmaker uh who's uh directed a series uh icons unleashed he's doing a james bond version right now yeah um anyway he was interviewed by cinema blend and i guess he's been doing work for uh, gene roddenberry's wagon train to the stars i don't oh, know if cool. it's like a it's, it's just listed as a new project yeah. so anyway he got you know it's obviously before she passed um he got to interview her and um you know they kind of cracked why she didn't return to three because there's so much mystery behind it yeah um and i like robin curtis and you know i know we talked before the recording yes she really did cap uh capture that vulcan side a lot more um i i just love christy's look though when she's first introduced to us like you're also seeing the maroon uniforms for the first right. time and they're just like pristine and then as they go along and they kind of you know Get a little more like worn, <laughs> yeah. you know. Um, I think just that that image itself, um, was, was something that was memorable to me and sure, you know, still still a high, high bar for Trek performers. Uh, she, Christy Alley, actually finally made a Comic Con appearance. Uh, it was probably maybe five years ago before she passed away mm-hmm. or so. Um, it was really interesting. So yeah. I, I like when they bring people you don't really see often yeah. there. Um, and, you know, I know she's quirky. Sure. <laughs> that aside. Um, so anyway, uh, and I also heard of her um, on another show. I think it was her from her, actually her her mouth. Um, she said that she was surprised she wasn't fired from Star Trek 2. Mm-hmm. She basically lied her way into the movie saying she had all this background and yeah. experience, and she, I guess she didn't, and she struggled with it, but I mean, in the end, the end result, I think it was fantastic, Yeah, and uh, yeah, uh, definitely uh, high up there on uh, things I remember about uh, that movie, so anyway, she was interviewed by this um, director, and she basically said that uh, it was probably, William Shatner probably had some involvement uh, basically, what they did was they they gave her a, um, a low uh, salary for the Star Trek Three uh, appearance, mm-hmm. and so they basically did it so she would say no. Yeah. Um, I guess during the filming of two, she was, you know, she's a young person. She said, and she, you know, was proud of her body and she wanted to show it off more because you know, Savik was very reserved, mm-hmm. ponytail, no makeup all that very stern and she just kind of wanted to like you know give Jazzed her some up, sex yeah. appeal yeah so yeah um she was saying like wrong yeah, species yes right right it's like uh, eh, do you know what this right do you know what this is i mean yeah ballsy for not and she didn't clearly because she right. just you know, you know as long as i'm remembering it correctly she just kind of conned her way into the movie yeah but it worked out um so yeah yeah there was that bathrobe scene she actually pointed out to this director like if you notice like I I'm changed by the end of the movie. Like appearance, she's mm-hmm. got her hair down. She's wearing makeup. Um, during the movie, she's in like a bathrobe at one point in the turbo lift. Yeah. Um. And I never really I, you know, as I've seen it more, I've noticed it, and she's actually got more emotional too. Mm-hmm. So I have noticed that. So I'm like, and that could be her too. Like, I want to cry. It's yeah. so hard to just contain, you know. Um. But anyway, yeah. She basically um she just kind of was very, um, outgoing to the hair and makeup, you know, sucking up to them. And I, this is from her saying she had something going on with the director. I I don't know. The director denied it. Nicholas Meyer, of course. But anyway, so basically she just, you know, she, um, placated to the hair and makeup, you know, and, uh, they would, no, let her get away with more and more things yeah. to wear and her looks and everything but that was basically what she was saying like you know i think chatter was like not not happy with that and i think it was more than that too of course and then uh but Nimoy recounted years later in his book that uh, she wanted more than the original character uh, the original actors uh, for the movie so yeah it was just all kinds of and i i think i've even heard about scheduling conflicts so yeah. it's like i don't know what's true what's not you right. know right but, yeah, it, it sucks. And I know uh, Shatner haters probably love this. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, you know, I just view Shatner as like he's a person. And uh, I he does show many signs that he's not like he doesn't think he's hot shit. You know? Right. So, I mean, yeah, flawed for sure. Right. But, um, yeah. So, yeah, I was just kind of, um, yeah, shocked to, to hear about that. Um, and yeah, I hope I hope most of it's not true, but it's possible. I mean I think you also got to look at the person like Shatner was like placating into his age for that movie mm-hmm. and uh, they probably had no idea what the future was going to be for them. They were right. lucky to get movies. Absolutely. First, I mean it's never happened before. Mm-hmm. so but speaking of Shatner, uh, there's a William Shatner doc coming out um, in March. I just found out about March 22nd. Uh, Legion M's putting this out. It's actually their fan first uh, financing program they've started so this is like 100% fan, nice. fan financed documentary and he's waited for years to tell his story but he wanted to do it the right way he, you know he's been approached a lot by other people and of course um just yeah decided to wait on it and then he, he met this creative team and it just all clicked so yeah uh, i'm looking forward to it it's going to actually be in theaters yeah nice so, i don't know if we'll get it around here but we'll see I mean, well if we do i'd hit that one i would yeah. love to yeah it might it probably be like a fan a fathom event maybe, yeah, you know, maybe something but you know i'm not i'm not strangers to those nope i've We've, been to plenty of those yeah we saw a couple star treks do yeah. that and um you've you've done your um uh mystery science theater yes. and Rift tracks yes yeah. yes so Uh, Yeah, so that's coming soon. I I look forward to it. We just did a trail and I went
1: to see Godzilla uh, 2000 oh cool cool On the fathom event thing nice uh, about a month or so ago. I think
0: that's cool Yeah, Yeah. I like when I do those throwbacks. Oh, so great Well, that's what's great about with the Star Trek films the old ones like the first one I saw in theaters was Star Trek 6 Yeah, I just was too young and my parents probably didn't really have desires to go to the movies, yeah. so they probably thought it was too, yeah, it was too young for the uh, more serious. Seen them all. Yeah, nice. Yeah, I've seen them all ever since. I don't think I've missed any of them in the theater. Uh, so we got some film announcements. Uh, we got a Kelvin prequel movie. Uh, for years they've been trying to get a Star Trek four out of the Abrams films. Um, that is still happening um it's active development right now but yeah this is going to be an origin story that's set um, another origin story uh it's set a uh, few decades before the 09 star trek okay so yeah um it, one thing that's kind of promising about it is um i guess it's going to be directed by the um andor star wars andor oh, director okay. nice toby haynes uh, so yeah uh, I, th- I think that was a pretty good show um yeah i'd like to see how it turns out i mean given given the track record of star trek 4's development uh, it's been through many many people writers and stuff so it's kind of one of those i believe it when i see it exactly so yeah i'm not gonna get my hopes up but you know i I don't know anymore i'm just like I'm, i'm done with the kelvin i'm done with the the uh secret hideout shit uh you know bad robot i'm like i i just want I want my Star Trek uh, the way Picard season three did it. Right, like, that's what I want.
1: Yeah, they did it right. I mean, yeah. you know, we're throwing out a prequel to a universe that everyone's basically forgotten about. Yeah, you know, so which
0: was kind of a prequel to begin with, right? And it's such a mess right now because all these other new, new Star Trek shows are prequels as well, and you have two people playing the same character. Yeah, it's just confusing, like. It's yeah. just a mess overall, yeah, I think, and that's what was refreshing about Picard season three. It's like it kind of got back to where we left off, really.
1: Yeah, I think they felt the backlash. Yeah, enough.
0: I hope so. Yeah, yeah. Because it was. I mean, that was just. That's the way to. That was the way to do it. Of, of course, uh, the writer for this new movie is. Um, he wrote uh, Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter, which I think that was it was an entertaining movie. I'm not saying it's Oscar caliber, but uh, he did the Lego Batman movie. So, yeah. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they already got fired. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but yeah, JJ's pr- producing this. Of course, his bad robot, uh, Section Thirty-One, that yeah. just started uh, production. Uh, Finally,
1: so, I was just thinking about that the other day.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I think that Oscar really helped get that going. Yeah, uh, that's the only thing that's kind of promising, and I hope. I hope, um, of course, Michelle Yeoh's reprising her role as Filipia uh, Georgia. Um, it was like the evil version, the mirror version. Um, so yeah, it's promising. I hope she has, um, I mean, gosh, I would hope the script's pretty good if, uh, she's coming so. back. She's, she's phenomenal. Right. And yeah, you don't want to do a stinker right after your yeah. big award, you know? Um, yeah. Cause that was quite, that's quite something. And they're kind of riding the coattails <laughs> of that win really. Uh, but yeah this would be a paramount plus film so it won't be theatrical they might have a special screening but they're filming in toronto which saves a lot of money and that's pretty much all new star trek production aside from picard that was all los angeles because stewart had enough power to fight that so yeah more pricey of a show that's for sure but yeah um so yeah uh section 31 i you know i've heard a lot of people say this um and i don't know if have you finished DS9 yet? Uh no. Have you gotten to that part yet? Uh not yet. Not yet. Okay. But anyway, I, I've by all accounts, like, this is something that's kind of against what DS9 was setting up, like mm. the whole premise. So I wanna be happy about it. <laughs> it's not Prime. Yeah. I'm just not accepting it as prime. I'll see it. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I, I want it to succeed. I really right. do. But the track record, it's you know, it's got discovery people behind it. Not really, like, I uh, don't Completely know. Completely optimistic. Yeah. Cautious. Uh, get yourself a Terry Metallis and we'll talk. But right. uh, uh, yeah, that'll be out 2025. So, yeah. I'll be dead by then. <laughs> we were talking about the season three. Um, I think we talked over messages. It's been out for a while, obviously. Yeah. It's all out there now on Paramount Plus. Um, I have that's the only season i bought yeah i didn't buy a whole bullshit Smart. yeah discs you know like complete series like pfft, yeah. i got off coasters but yeah right <laughs> i'm sorry i'm sorry you know i watched every episode and yeah um but yeah three is finally finally what we needed i think and um and uh sounds like you agree
1: totally i yeah. mean the first two seasons for me had they had great moments yes I, but I it was agree. just still a mess you know and yeah. uh um, you can have great moments in a mess, you know. And, yep, and they did. Um, but yeah, season three was just—I mean, thumbs, two thumbs up. Let's uh, do a fan edit of the yeah. first Righto, two seasons.
0: Right? <laughs> yeah, um, and I will heads up to, or shout out to Paramount. Um, They—I um, guess they messed up on the last disc in season three. Hmm. It was missing an effects shot, and it was super slick process. Oh. Um, I didn't even get to that disc yet, and so I was like. Should I get that? Because I thought yeah. it was just for, like, UK releases. But a friend of mine was like, you better get on it. So it was super easy. Emailed them, and they sent me a new disc. So oh, I, got, I got two last discs. So There you go. <laughs> um, but, yeah, uh, I will say, you know, it's it's kind of a dark-looking show, you know, lighting-wise. Um, wow, blu rays is beautiful. Mm, nice. Because that streaming shit's gone. Oh, yeah. It's just, like, physical media please just all day yes so yeah i was happy to own that and uh it's beautiful and i still haven't seen all the special features um the enterprise d rebuild i still need to watch but i'm really really excited yeah yeah it it is a true treat um and uh yeah that's that leads into another uh, possible film uh Patrick Stewart was saying on the press tour of you know promoting the last season of Picard that he still feels like they could do another movie you know um, Expand upon what was introduced in season three, and uh, I guess supposedly it's it's being written or it's been written And he's supposed to get it any time now this was back in November when he Mm -hmm. said this so I don't know I mean just because it's written doesn't mean it's gonna happen We'll see. I mean, yeah. Paramount doesn't seem to be getting the message. At least Kurtzman doesn't seem to be getting the message that, you know, um, people loved, loved season three of Picard. Like, give people what they want. Yeah. Give them Terry Metalis, who did a great job. Uh, of course, they've titled their um, petition campaign as Star Trek Legacy. Yeah. I did sign it. Uh, so it's just basically just keeping the, keeping the party going. With keeping seven, the party going. Yep. Seven in command. And, Captain Seven. Yep. Yep, you know, that's what coolest I, ending. It, it's not that hard. No, like, it's just, not that hard. Like just, just make that, make that happen, and uh, actually, you know, I started to like Raffy. <laughs> yeah, I kind of cringed when they bring up old shit like from the other. I'm like, oh. yeah, but you, you had to address it, I guess, and yeah. So, anyway, um, finally, we're gonna get to the measure of a man. Measure of a man. So I don't know if you would like to start.
1: Um you know i i just for me this is one of i think it's the best tng episode yeah it's my favorite i mean i know everyone's gonna throw best of both worlds at me and you know sure. all these things and you know hit me over the head i'm probably canceled at this point which is which is fine <laughs> there's really nothing to cancel over here but uh um <laughs> this this one was, I mean, for everyone says oh, it didn't really pick up steam. The show didn't until season three and kind of started moving forward. But, you know, in season two, um, this episode, which was um, right after uh, A Matter of Honor, you know, those are two back-to-back just, yep. holy crap, great episodes. Yes. You know, unfortunately, the episode after Measure of a Man was uh, a Wesley Crusher-centric episode. <laughs> that So that's our next one. That's our, yeah. We can Well, that's what we're going to do. We're going to rotate really great episodes, and we're going to rotate. So he's going to send yeah. us a, a letter of uh, yeah. not recommendation. Yeah, not really yeah. But uh, so anyway, I, I don't know. This is just one of those episodes where, where you watch it, and yeah. in, in every time I watch it, I, I, I don't turn it off. Yeah. You no, know, it's just this is a phenomenal episode. Well acted. Mm-hmm. Um you know, and it uh it 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 really I think was the first Next Generation episode to really just say, look, we're we're a standout show. Yeah. You know, we might have some cool episodes here and there, you know, uh, but this is you know, we're the real deal. You know, I, yeah. I think this was the first episode to cement that. Sure. At least in my opinion.
0: Yeah. No, it was it was really solid. I remember when they um, put TNG out on, like, TV, um, like, you know, uh, they did, like, a marathon. It was on um, TNN Network at the time, I think it was. But anyway, they were changing their look. Yeah. And so they were including, like, more pop shows and this is one of them they had this whole marathon and I think that might have been when I first saw that that show the measure of the man and uh, uh, yeah I was like wow this is really good and it's um I just watched it today and uh, I was surprised how it's so crazy um it feels short and simple in mm-hmm. a way but so much is in that yeah it's just packed and that just shows you that the good writing that mm-hmm. i don't think we have now yeah i think the new ones are very bloated they did have a courtroom drama last season which was a little it was it was almost there but this is like this is such good shit like you yeah. can't ignore this stuff it's really it, it was really done well and it was written by an ex-attorney um she actually got her story in I, due to the writer's strike at the time, I guess, because they needed scripts. Melinda Snodgrass is her name. She um, did a novelization of one of the TOS pocketbooks. Mm. So that was kind of like her intro, and that pocketbook became The Tears of the Singers. I'm not familiar with it, but um, she had some history there. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so much was good courtroom drama in this episode. And that was the other thing. They were very, um, you know, it was made affordable (laughs) to be kind um the uh the space station uh, starbase 173 in it um do you know that's actually reliant upside down or not reliant Uh, it was regular one yes 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 i was close yes same movie but same movie yeah yeah and i only know that i I did not know that then i've only known it from seeing other people analyze the shit out of you know they take the time to analyze things and i'm like oh my god yeah it is it's crazy yeah and of course the space dock which you know the scales don't match because yeah. like how's that gonna fit in there right. it's freaking huge but that aside they had to get they had to get yeah. creative you know they didn't have the use of all these flashy special effects and cg which i think i think if you take that out of current star trek it wouldn't even be on like i don't think people would there's nothing well they there for me.
1: story for flash yeah
0: right right Poo 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 yeah I mean, next yeah. generation had you know uh f- story then flash right 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 it's like yeah that you, you can get that right like yeah the action stuff will come yeah the action stuff will be a nice dessert mm-hmm. you know but yeah this uh this might have been the first poker scene i think they introduced in the series. okay i was wondering i didn't quite look further into it but i'm like because data was learning how to play poker yeah. He had the visor on, which, you know, he's. He, uh, I don't know how many poker scenes we had over the over the years of the show. Did he have the visor scene on in this one? He did. did he did. Yeah. So Probably uh, not the same yeah. one, but it was a visor. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I just, I loved how they had the bookends on this episode. Yes. You, know, you had the poker scene at first, which also helped establish a point made in the courtroom drama. Yes. You know, and then the bookend of him forgiving Picard's, or I'm sorry, Riker, so to speak. Yes. You know, yes. it was just, it was, that's the brilliance of the writing you know i yes. mean it was just it's a condensed it's a regular you know 40 minute show you had the bookend to help set it up yep but was still kind of fun and stood on its own and started a tradition yeah you know in the right. series and and you had that really nice end ending to it and uh and then all the meat in between you know it was yeah. a
0: sandwich it was a great sandwich it was great yeah. storytelling i yep. mean it's just yeah it, you said it um yeah just and him him showing or them showing the relationships he had because yeah. you know as we go that's gonna be challenged like well yeah. they even mean anything to him he's just a machine yeah. right but um uh, pulaski's in this um since this is like our first time really talking about old trek um what were your thoughts on pulaski were you a fan i know she only lasted one season only lasted the one season i didn't so i remember her from the original series yes you know, when she was on there
1: but yeah. uh um i don't know i like beverly crusher you know yeah. Um, this character seemed a little more... Bitchy? A little harsher. Bitchy's <laughs> yeah. yeah. a great word for it. Um, Steve's kinder. Yeah, I'm kind. Yeah, So uh, I'm completely fooling all of you uh, <laughs> being kind. But yeah, she was a little bit more rough around the edges, I think.
0: Yeah, and she did not get along with the cast uh, from what I've seen on yeah. like documentaries and stuff. But uh, I-, I think there was some appeal there. And I think they did end up naming a ship or something after her like in uh maybe in picard season three they i think hmm. there was some kind of uss pulaski or something did um, it blow up. you know well maybe it did the spoiler Good wishful thing um so. <laughs> she was at the helm yeah um yeah because she yeah after season two she's gone i mean it's just like pew. yeah who never to be seen or heard from yeah again. new phone who this? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah i will say this is like a tedious thing I love the blues used in seasons one and two versus where we went with the and I like the but I like the the uh, the format of the uniforms mm-hmm. if you will in in the later seasons more they went with like kind of like an aqua blue yeah and I just I I just these blues popped to me yeah. and I I, I guess that I, I guess I understand why they did what they did but um, yeah I don't know it was just something like yeah. nippy I'm like. I like her uniform like right. I love that blue and yeah, Maddox wears cooler, that yeah. blue too of course and yeah um, Maddox of course uh, comes on the on the scene when Picard's at the uh, starbase getting it on or not getting it on but yeah. he's uh, he's uh, uh, got an old lady friend um, she's the JAG officer for that sector um, and they have history she basically court-martialed him for the stargazer incident where yeah. it went missing and then in the fringy I think season 1 might have been they they found it and yeah. they tried to like do some mind uh, manipulation but we'll get to that episode I'm sure um but anyway yeah so you get to you get to meet Bruce Maddox yeah. you're like hey this is a great guy they can bring him back in the future and really yeah. have something there and so uh <laughs> nope any, anyway total total dickhead you yeah. can tell of a man um but you know not not a total like throwaway thing like you know y- you know there, there's some humanity in him but mostly it's he's a scientist yeah data is a machine he wants to figure him out and he wants to continue dr soon's work and basically dissect data and it's so cold yeah you know how he's just like yep it. i'm gonna take your android yeah yeah yep. calls it calls yes. data it all the time right right and so he's like yeah i'm gonna take your android and uh And Data's just, like, very challenged, you can tell, and restraint. Like, uh, yeah, he's like, I'm not going.
1: (laughs) Yeah, he played that super well. Right. You know, especially being, um, um, you know, the android and stuff and and having to uh, play up to that, you know, because that's... That's hard. You have to convey emotion without conveying emotion, you know? Right, right. Yeah, he did. Spiner was just so good at that.
0: He was very good at it. Yeah, he did a great job there. Um, And so, yeah, you really felt for him. And it was, it played into like, yeah, it's just like, don't take him away. Mm -hmm. He's my friend, you know? Exactly. Um, Yeah, and of course, Maddox was played by Brian uh, Brophy, I believe, um, who was not, who didn't uh, reprise that that role um, probably wasn't even asked he was at the time I think he was uh, oh gosh uh, president some theater in, in a college mm. but he probably would have came back um, well, I'm I mean sure. we'll, we'll get there um, yeah you want more Maddox after this episode just you wait yeah we're gonna get there mm. yeah it was um, just crazy how it's like shit we're gonna lose Data and I liked how Data's like puts his foot, his foot down about it and Picard even was like Hold up! Yeah. Like, what? Right? Yeah. Yep. So yeah, he gets his friend involved, and of course they have a they have a court uh, trial, if you will. Um, and they have to enlist, um, Riker and Picard because there's no personnel there mm-hmm. to. to and then they have, Riker has to do, basically defend Starfleet and yeah. uh, Maddox because yeah, Starfleet's like I'm you know, doesn't matter what uh, you object to Picard. It's our rule. We're yeah, gonna, uh, we're gonna dissect them. He so, played the role of prosecutor, right.
1: To Riker or to Picard's defender.
0: Yes, yeah. yes. And so, yeah, um, yeah. He, uh, Data, had a great an analogy about Jordy's condition. Um, you know, Jordy wears a visor, yeah. and it gives him like probably the best vision, or human can have, or anyone can have. Yeah, it exceeds the vision of a human, right? Right, yeah. right. And he's like, well, should Starfleet make that?
1: Uh, yeah, you know, make every human get those kind of? Yeah, eyes. yeah. right.
0: That starts with, like, starts Picard's uh, thinking about, yeah, i got to challenge this. I know. I like that because
1: when he said that to Picard, Picard just had this look on his face, and all he said is, you're dismissed, you know, (laughs) because he had a lot to think about at that point, you know. Uh, Yeah. That
0: was a really cool moment. Yeah. So, yeah, Data had a going away party, and, yeah, it was, they had a humorous (laughs) moment um, where he was unwrapping things very gently to preserve the paper yeah and so you uh, can use it again right right and then uh, they get because they're getting shit before like you're supposed to rip it you know <laughs> so after they're like what he just yeah. rips it and i'm like that's a little nice a little humor yeah. you know because it's, it's a pretty serious episode you know yeah. um of course yeah Riker is like you know he's like i gotta do my job i gotta i gotta defend maddox and everybody and so um
1: Well, and he didn't want to at first.
0: No, yeah, he didn't. But he he had to. He tried to get out of it. Right. Said he wouldn't do it. Right. He's my friend. And that's when the judge said,
1: well, if you don't do it, then I'm just going to rule against data automatically. Right. And so Riker
0: is pushed into doing it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, you you got his frustrations, especially when he he finds a way in. Yeah. um, When he's looking through data schematics and he's got a smile. But then Mm -hmm. it's quickly like, oh, God this yeah. is not good like, yeah what am i doing here it's gonna yeah. be so damaging <laughs> and of course that is basically he discovered data's off switch yeah. and how to remove his arm and all that stuff just to prove like he is he's, he's machine property or whatever yeah. yeah yeah he just and that's what maddox can't can't grasp He he's trying to treat data like just like a just like a, a remote control right. or something yeah. just so like just the way he goes about it it's so cold you know he just doesn't consider data having feelings or anything like that and then of course picard gets away in because he, he challenges maddox like well what uh, what makes you human he's sentient.
1: like sentient. Yeah. what makes you yeah. sentient
0: yeah yes yeah. um and it's like self-awareness uh yeah like survival and so he's like uh, oh self-awareness like can you prove i'm self-aware right yeah, yeah. um yeah, and basically he can't prove Data isn't uh, human by definition, yeah. really. Um, because, yeah, Data's, like, definitely put up front. Like, I don't want to be taken taken apart, you know. Yeah. Um, and, you know, the card has a nice uh, moment with Guinan who kind of points out, you know, like, uh, you know, slavery, basically. Um, it's, uh, like a slavery analogy. Yeah, did, if you're going to build an
1: uh, army of Datas, you know. Um,
0: right. And then just put them to work right what's that like right you know? exactly yeah and which you know I can't help but think what they did for Picard season one I'm like oh they kind of had some cool stuff but <sighs> yeah yeah uh, but yeah basically like you view them as disposable people well that's kind of that's how slavery was right and um and it, yeah it was something for guy to say well that might be too harsh and Picard's like no it's not no yeah not. he didn't think so at all it's not but yeah uh you challenged Maddox to be like, well, if you if you create all these androids, these datas or whatever, there'll be a race. And it's like, so... Yep. That kind of seemed to, to to do it. And, you know... Um, yeah, there's another great line of cards. Like, we too are machines, um, which is made from a uh, different uh, different creator, basically.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, our children are made up from the DNA from their parents. Right. You know? Yes. And, uh, and, and so we're all... Are we property? Or are yeah. They property? Are we property? Yep. You know, and, yep. and and proving you know that you know one of his criteria was intelligence, right? Is data intelligent? Yes. Yeah. Is he self-aware? Right. You know, data. What are you doing right now? <laughs> you know, I mean, it was just it was a perfect yeah perfect storm for Picard to be able to just knock those out. Right. And I can't remember the third point what what it was, but he did that too. You know, all three he went down and challenged, yep. and it was great.
0: Yeah. He, uh, he brought data's gifts uh, especially tasha yar the yeah. hologram and um you know uh the the gifts data said it uh, was a reminder of friendship and his service with yeah. the metals and with tasha at first he mm-hmm. didn't want to say anything he promised and then he's like go ahead and we know this from the naked now episode or yeah. naked time naked, naked time, time. Uh, yeah he said they were intimate so yeah that was um obviously a callback and it made him more human, you know, to to say that because I'm sure Maddox was like, "What?" Yeah, they were Intimate. all kind of like, <laughs> you know,
1: what? Smokes, yeah. Uh,
0: so yeah, um, the the judge ends up, you know, um, realizing like, well, you know, he has these he has these things uh, that humans have. Um, does he have a soul? And she's like, "Well, do I have a soul? I, yeah. I don't know." Right. She so, can't
1: say that he does or doesn't.
0: Right. So he's free to to choose that for himself, right? You know, and uh, phenomenal. Yeah, you know. and you know, I, I like how they just didn't make. They he kind of sympathize sympathize with Maddox at the end a little bit. Like, I think, he, I think he became aware of like he went too far in a way. Like he mm-hmm. just, I don't, know, he just didn't think of Data, you know, being more than just a machine. And uh, he finally said, uh, he's remarkable. He, yeah, yeah. Not it. Right, and they'd say, you know, keep keep doing your research. Um, when it's time, I'll I'll basically help. You yeah, know, do what I can, and so that that left that little you know that, that door open, and um, yeah, I just watching this, I was like, God, I wish I could have liked season one of a card so much more. I know. But man, it just like it had some ideas, but man, the fillers sucked, and it just yeah really ruined things. They could have done so many cool things with Maddox, and mm-hmm. they didn't. They, they didn't even bother to cast the same actor. So. Yeah, so <laughs> it was a wasted opportunity, I think. It was. But, uh, it was.
1: You know, and I was reading online, and so I don't know if this was fleshed out, whether in comics or books or something, but it said that Data maintained um, contact with Maddox.
0: Yes, I heard that from somewhere, too. Yeah. Yeah. So
1: you just basically... Giving him progress reports on his life and yeah. everything, so you know, as if to genuinely try to help Maddox. Yes, you know, and and so, which again, you know, says
0: a lot about Data. Yeah, for sure. I, I think uh, it was another episode of TNG. Maybe um, I think Data had like a log entry. You know, mm. you, you hear the voiceover, and it might have been like a little, a little Easter then? Yeah. Okay, then maybe that's what it was. That might yeah. be it. But I, yes, I did I hear the same that, thing. thing. Yeah. I, I think that's um when it you know came to be again but um yeah um, cool,
1: cool throwback then man yeah, that's yeah
0: great. it's very cool and of course, I love fan fiction too of yeah. course so I'm sure they they did a lot more things with fan fiction who knows I mean Maddox you know it was kind of interesting to see where Maddox was at because I guess he did construct a a positronic brain I believe mm-hmm But obviously, it's like it would have been interesting to see his attempts at datas, Um, and yeah, that some of that was interesting in Picard season one. Um, But yeah, they just really they focus too much on the violence of things, and you know, I mean, it's just like
1: yeah, they took uh, the brilliant
0: setup in this episode, yeah, and they they just dumbed it down, dumbed it down, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maddox just has a shitty end, and. They kind of nowadays
1: can't think so much. We right, need to just right, right,
0: blunt force trauma. Boom, them. boom, yeah. pew, pew. Yeah, right, exactly. Um, so yeah, I, I like how Picard at the end got a got a, got a little nightcap. You believe, yeah. right? He's like dinner. <laughs> I know. He, I mean, he doesn't even I woman, mean, man, dinner. He was so alpha there. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Dinner. Well, yeah. When they first yeah. meet, he's like, uh, you know, what I'd like to do to you right now. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot her line, but it was yeah. basically like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. he really wanted to just kill her, I think. Yeah. He, did yeah. Not, he was
1: not happy with her.
0: <laughs> right. But, uh, yeah, so that was a cool cool ending to that piece of it. Yes, yes. And of course, like we were saying uh, before, Riker, you know, f- felt terrible, did not join the, the celebration. Yeah, they were having Data's... a ce-
1: celebration yep. in Data's honor, and uh, Data goes and sees Riker and. Looks like a conference room type thing. It's like, just you son of a bitch. No. Look, yeah, just looking out the window. And he didn't feel like he did. He said he didn't deserve to be there.
0: Yeah. yeah and, and, and Data disagreed, told him why. And yeah. Yeah. It's like, if you hadn't participated, I wouldn't have had a trial.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, what was uh, um, an injury to you
0: saved my life, or something like that. Right. Yep. Yeah. Right. Yep. So, that was just a really cool uh, way to recap that. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was well done, and yeah good good setup and yeah like you were saying um yeah everyone says season three is when it picked up mm-hmm. um and by most accounts that's true yeah um but yeah consistently yes yes i You're, would absolutely yes. agree consistently. absolutely yep yep um um but yeah the first and second seasons they've, they've got some good ones in there yeah, that are good, really, great this moments is too. one of them yeah yeah they were on to some some stuff there and um the Klingon episode you mentioned—that was when Riker went over.
1: Yeah, he went over uh, uh, to that be the first uh, officer on a Klingon ship. Yes,
0: yes, and uh, that's prior to oh, this man. one. We need to explore that. It—that's all. That's yeah. one of my top five yeah. TNG episodes. Yeah, um, definitely. Yeah. So good. This was yeah. This was a good episode, and yeah. Um, in case I haven't said it, uh, there is an extended cut available on the Star Trek uh, TNG Blu-rays. So I will check that out. Um, yeah, they were able to go back and find some negatives and. Um, restore it and uh so yeah it's drawn out more Twelve extra
1: minutes of footage
0: yeah yeah Yeah, that's amazing
1: especially considering that you know that's just under a third yeah of the episode time you know so i mean that's that's a substantial add-on
0: yeah 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 for sure it's i'm interested to see see what that's all about i mean god the episode felt like it was like because there's no commercials when i watched it um it felt like it was like 40 minutes i think it was like really short and 40 43 something like that yeah and man, the rewatchability factor on these old episodes are so much better than mm-hmm. now. Um, side, uh, season three of Picard is mm, Yeah, <laughs> I'm just a curmudgeon, but it's just hard. It's like the rewatchability factor is just, I think it's because of the writing. Oh, yeah. It's just not there to me. Um, but yeah, this shit's so good. And yeah, I could easily watch this again and again. And I kind of, you know, honestly dreaded watching it to begin with. I know it's a good episode. I'm like, I don't want to see this, you know, this. Trial, and yeah. you know, it was just like, uh. well, yeah.
1: I mean, you always think in the back of your head because I'm, I'm like you, I've seen it multiple times, yeah. yeah. And every time I'm like, oh, that's a tough one to watch because yeah. you don't want to lose data. But then as you're watching it, you're like, this is
0: just brilliant, right? You right? Know, it's like, brilliant. I don't like conflict, yeah. <laughs> but it was, uh, it's, it's just, it's one of the best ones, right? Absolutely. Um, yeah. Uh, any ideas which episode do you want to do next? Um, Put you on the spot. I mean we've talked outside of yeah, this. Yeah, I mean
1: we've talked before about like taking like one of the highest rated episodes and this is a 9 on IMDb. Yeah. And then maybe doing like one of the lowest rated episodes. Sure. You know, just just yeah. for funsies and see right. to, see see how we can we can dress it. Right. But uh yeah, so maybe you know, um move away from TNG and and hit
0: that oh, so many things there's so to, many to and because so we
1: can just keep bouncing back and forth and
0: yeah because there's documentaries i'd like oh, to yeah. see um um free enterprise which was done by robert Myra Burnett. so i'll kind of force you to watch some stuff yeah for sure yeah, i think me we'll, too
1: yeah, there's stuff uh, out
0: there i've not seen and our process was we threw a couple episodes out
1: yes. for this episode and uh, uh chose that one and uh, so we'll probably do that again the next time take a couple stinkers so to speak and uh at least rated right right and, uh right and then we can maybe just have we can some do fun. pros and cons pros perhaps. and cons yeah, yeah. what yeah. was
0: great what was not so great yeah right yeah and judging off of like how much news there is really talk about this is kind of like a catch-up as well um yeah so if there's not much star trek news we'll probably maybe try to do two episodes uh yeah. an episode jam right. a couple out that's yeah. fun too because yeah. uh you know, it is kind of a lull right now,
1: you know. Yeah. I mean, all, all the news is kind of just kind of taking a break. Yeah. Which, which is okay, because we took a long break. Yeah, we have, um, yeah. yeah. Especially when there was news. But Right, uh, right. So,
0: we're, we're, we're getting back into it. Yes, yes, we are. And, uh, yeah, who knows what the future is for Star Trek, because mm-hmm. um, Paramount's for sale right now, um, and Byron Allen, I think he just put down, um, what was it, $30 billion? So... I mean, I, I was going to do that first, but I was like, "All right, you go ahead, Byron." You know.
1: I know. I threw in twenty eight and I got outbid. Yeah,
0: right. But it's right. you know, it yeah. is what it is. Take your twenty eight billion, get out of here. You know? Yeah, I, Jeez. I, I I shouldn't have lowballed like <laughs> I did, but legal teams that I couldn't exceed. So. <laughs> but maybe with that, take you know, a new buyer will have better leadership, and uh, maybe we'll get to uh... fire Kurtzman. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yes. Oh, I had a cough. My bad. Yeah, if he called and wanted to be on the show, I think I'd say no. I'd say yes. Oh, would you? Okay. Just so I could um, rip
1: into him very yeah. nicely. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's like when I met Jesse Eisenberg. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Right. I just, I was so sad that he was so nice.
0: Yeah, I know. Yeah. Because then I just felt guilty. Yeah. Uh, you met him after the, the movie? I met him after. Yeah. Yeah. yeah couple years ago At least he didn't ask you of course you would have bullshitted your way through it probably like the yeah. best yeah the best I mean, ever
1: it was a brief deal <laughs> but um he just couldn't have been a nicer guy
0: i just you know right right of course yeah and alex might be a nice guy too i just i don't like his decisions well, um you right. listening to the fans and Terry i can absolutely did absolutely separate yeah. the work from the person
1: yeah yeah because in general usually i like the person and not the work yeah. whereas like tom cruise i like the work and not the person you know i mean yeah. so it's just yeah. yeah you know but and that's how it is you know right. if you can separate those things great but uh for sure you know and yep. it's not that jesse eisenberg's just done nothing good yeah just didn't care for his luther you know right and, uh, right because uh, he's hey, done
0: other things that are good each part's a risk yeah. and um yeah social network
1: i mean yeah of course yeah I mean, he's
0: he brilliant and pretty much was like they said do that for lex luther yeah in a way right
1: <laughs> But in that role, he was just yeah. phenomenal. Right. And so, right. But yeah. So I mean, I, I said a lot of harsh things about him, and then 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 I had to then I had to meet him. Well, that
0: mashup's coming. Whoopsie Daisy. Oh. Yeah. Let's best just, of Steve shitting on it, Jesse.
1: <laughs> we were gonna delete all those. Yes. Just clips. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Put an elevator
0: music. While I don't know what talk. you're talking about. Yeah. 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 Just like windows those records like. Vroom yeah
1: such a nice guy though. yes that sucked
0: yeah yeah and I, I think uh, Alex could be that too but yeah I don't want him in charge yeah no, I'm in charge don't want him so. in charge
1: I would love to grill else. him
0: about his yeah. professional decision right on, so. Jesus yeah Um. but yeah uh, we'll do more episodes yeah uh, we'll be all over the place so uh, please tune in for more uh, suggest down in comments if you want to yeah. uh, an episode for us or anything to check out Um. hopefully not hell I, I don't want to do that <laughs> so Um. but yeah uh work in progress with the set this is our first video like i said before of the show so um hope you like it and uh we will uh keep um keep working on it so uh until then um i'm josh i'm steve live long and prosper is that a good outro yeah i like that sure all right take care (laughs) engage